New, new, new black, new, new black Wall Street book club. Evan Jefferson, brother, much love. Educating, elevating, because in knowledge is the power and we'll never give it up. <laughs> Literature is for the masses. Where to put your money down the how to watch your assets. Yeah, uplifting others is a passion. My brother Evan, he will turn it into action. New Black Wall Street Book Club. You should come read with come us. Read with us. Yeah, we comprehend and discuss. Yeah. If we all just come together, there's no limit for there's us. No limit for us. <laughs> Here comes your host, New Black Wall Street. Evan, take it away. New Black Wall Street Book Club. Welcome to the New Black Wall Street Book Club, where black folk do read. If you put it in a book, we absolutely will find it. I'm your host, ERGJ, your certified financial educator, CEO of ERGJ Enterprises, ERGJ Black Bazaar, and international best selling author of the book. The Black Billionaires Club. It's a study of black wealth. It's a study of the 12 richest black people in the world today and how they built their wealth. And I just believe that if you want to be wealthy, you should study wealthy people. We can find that book by going to the website www.theblackbillionairesclub.com www.theblackbillionairesclub.com You'll find that link in the description above or below. rising to you beautiful people man thanks so much for joining us here today on the new black wall street book club where black folk do read you put in a book and we absolutely will find it i'm your host ergj a certified financial educator ceo of ergj enterprises ergj black bazaar and international best-selling author of the book the black billionaires club the book that i wrote guys study of black wealth it's a study of the 12 richest black people in the world today and how they built their wealth now, I truly believe that if you want to be wealthy, that's a big if, by the way. But if you do, I recommend that you study wealthy people. Well, you can find that book by simply going to the website, theblackbillionairesclub.com. That's right, theblackbillionairesclub.com. No, we're not on Amazon. No, we, we sold all the copies ourselves, man. So you can't find it on the website there. While you're there, you also will find a store uh, that's going to have other books, uh, you know, financial literacy books, business books, things like that, written by black folk uh, that you can support them as well. And then we also do have our club. We do have a club with brothers and sisters, about 150 members now. Uh, that uh, you know have kind of separated themselves. Say, hey, we're not going to walk around. Or we're not going to follow the crowd. All right, we're going to we're going to we're going to set in motion. We're going to be the uh, trailblazer, so to speak, of building wealth, building business while we build ourselves. And so, if that sounds like something that's for you, and you want to connect with the with the crew, well, you'll you'll find that to join the club tab there as well. And then we would uh, welcome you in. I will say we do have a cap. Once we get 250 members, we will not be accepting any new members. Uh, because we can do more with less. Actually, we can actually do more with less. Uh, that's just how it is. It's only the few that really make the difference for the many. It's the few that makes the difference for the many. That's why we see 1% that owns and control more than half of the Earth's resources uh, of wealth uh, that the other 99% actually consume. And so that's what we got. While you guys are connected, man, I want to say good morning, good morning, good morning to you. Happy Black Woman Wednesday for all of our sisters that are out there, you gorgeous goddesses, you sexy sisters. Oh, 
Lord, happy Black Woman Wednesday tonight, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We got a special presentation in honor of you, so hopefully you'll be able to join us for that as well. Hit the like button, share button if you care, like button, share button if you care. Uh, this is a, a moment where we can share financial literacy, uh, and you know, where we read together uh, 30 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day to keep broke and stupid away. That's right, 30 minutes a day to keep broke and stupid away. So I don't mind being your uh, your audio book this morning to help us out, man. Go and let us know where you're connecting from. Know what city, what state, what country, what city, what state, or what country you're connecting from. We're broadcast across the World Wide Web into Facebook and also YouTube, understanding that worldwide means global. So we can be connecting with you from anywhere using this thing called the internet as we're broadcasting from our, 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 our virtual studio here in Decatur, Georgia. That's right, Decatur where it is greater. Good morning to you, Queen Almanor's in the house. Happy Wednesday. Happy Black Woman Wednesday. She rose in the house from Florida. Grand rising to you. Antoinette Ross is the boss. Thanks so much for joining us here today. Man, Miss G Hunter, the doula. That doula is in the house. Grand rising to you. Thanks so much for joining us here today. King Henry. That's right. King Henry has joined us here today. Grand rising to you. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the new Black Wall Street Book Club. Man, Mr. Greg. Greg is in the house, man, out of Phoenix, Arizona. Atlanta is representing here as well. Florida is in the house, man. The deck, <laughs> right? Thanks so much for joining us here today on the new Black Wall Street Book Club. We're going to be continuing our journey into the wealth choice. The wealth choice, written by our brother, brother Dennis, uh, Dr. Dennis Kimbrough. The wealth choice, success secrets of black millionaires, written by Dr. Dennis Kimbrough. Success secrets of black millionaires, the wealth choice. Everybody put in the comments, so I choose wealth. This is a decision, a choice uh, that you and I can make uh, that can alter the direction that we're heading as it relates to our finances in life. And I will say this, that wealth or money, as you may connect it to wealth, is actually the lowest form of wealth. There's plenty more areas of your life that you want to have holistic wealth in every area of your life. You can find this book by simply going to the website www.denniskimbro.com www.denniskimbro.com. We're continuing our journey to learn about these drivers, these nine drivers of wealth. We're going to call them the wealth drivers here this morning, the wealth drivers here this morning. So we'll pick up where we left off at yesterday. Uh, we've gotten through five of the wealth drivers and also two laws uh, of wealth. That first law uh, of wealth is that wealth begins in the mind and ends in the purse. The first law of wealth is that wealth begins in the mind but ends in the purse. That second law of wealth uh, that we've uh, learned uh, from the author is that it's a decision. We must decide not to be poor. We must decide not to be poor. So the first law of wealth is wealth begins in the mind, ends in the purse. Second law, decide today, now, that you will not be poor. And as we get into the drivers, uh, we've gone through five so far. Uh, we talked about life being a driver. The decision that the have-nots make, they, 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 they live life to survive. Uh, the haves live life to achieve. Uh, the second unit or the second driver was the family unit. The have-nots are matriarchal in their approach to their family. Uh, the haves are legacy-driven as it relates to their family. Education, right, was the third driver. The have-nots, they barely finished high school. The, uh, the, the haves are lifelong learners, lifelong learners. The fourth driver was money, how we approach money. The have-nots, they want to act rich and they spend and consume. The haves act poor. They serve, they conserve, and they save. And then the fifth we talked about yesterday was work, how we approach work. The have-nots, nine to five, 
work is a necessary evil. They're hourly workers. The haves actually put in work five to nine. It's their life work. Their self-employment is their driver. Good morning to you, Miss uh, Glenda Tate Williams out of uh, North Carolina. Thanks so much for joining us, Miss Andrea. Grand rising to you, I believe, out of Chicago. I believe that you're from my home state as well. Tyrese Lewis, thanks so much for joining us over YouTube as well. Driver number six, as we get into this thing, New Black Wall Street Book Club, The Wealth Choice. Let's, 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 let's get it. So driver number six is time. Time. How the haves and the have-nots approach this thing called time or this value called time. Present to past and future. Let's read. In this longitudinal study conducted in the 1950s and published in 1964 as the unheavenly city, Edward Banfield of Harvard University studied the qualities that predict upward mobility. He sought to uncover the root causes of wealth and economic success as they relate to the individual, to siblings, family, race, and succeeding generations. This highly regarded social scientist studied and compared his findings against the most common factors known for financial success. His 10-year study led him to a single attribute that he concluded was a cause of prosperity, more accurate than any other quality or trait discussed in previous research. He called this variable the time perspective. Everybody put in console, time perspective. The time perspective, defining it as the amount of time an individual takes into consideration when planning his or her day-to-day -day activities or rendering important decisions. In short, the time perspective pr refers to the planning process, either short or long-term, an individual utilizes when pursuing current or future goals and objectives. Banfield rationalized that the longer you can project yourself into the future, the greater your chances for financial success. Let me repeat that again for the people in the back. The longer you can project yourself into the future, the greater your chances for financial success. Let me repeat that again because I, I think the people over to the left, they didn't hear me. The longer you can project yourself into the future, the greater your chances for financial success. How far out into the future do you see yourself? I found this to be true as well. Some people can't even look past your lunch, let alone five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years into retirement. How far can how far do you project yourself into your future? That right there, I could probably like stop the stream right now because that could be enough for, for, for quite a few people. Like, how, how do I, you know, because because sometimes it's easy to kind of project other people. You know, they kind of walk around, you see them, you're like, man, you keep on doing what you're doing, the way that you're doing it. I can project where you're going to be at. You probably project for your, your, your children if you have any. Yeah, this is my, my son and my daughter. They keep on doing this thing the way that they're doing it. They're probably going to be here five years, 10 years from now. But what about yourself? If you keep operating the way that you operate, you keep handling money the way that you handle money, you keep uh, treating people the way that you treat people, where will you be? What's your trajectory into your own future? For example, the young newlywed couple that begins to save in order to finance their child's college education practices the long time perspective. 
Moreover, the student who graduates from college enters medical school and preserves through years of intern internships or residency and subsequently after nearly a decade of intense training proudly gains the title board certification. Physician is a, is a certified physician is another example of the long time perspective. And uh, not surprisingly, the millionaires in my study utilize a long time perspective with regard to saving 15 to 20% of their income, participating in retirement plans, 401ks, 403bs, or individual retirement accounts, or investing in the stock market, or either mutual funds or money market accounts. These survey respondents stood in unanimous agreement. Unlike the average worker, whose version of time perspective lasts no longer than approximately two pay periods. You, the reader, may have a time perspective of 10 to 15 years. The homeless, the unemployed, the addicted, and those who, for some reason or another, find themselves at the bottom of the social pyramid cling to a perspective no longer than a few days, if not hours or minutes. Millions of individuals who find themselves down and out constantly bemoan the loss of the golden opportunities they allowed to slip through their hands. The weekends, the evenings, the downtime they idled away when they could have been laying the foundation for a productive financial future. Everybody put in console, lay the foundation. Lay the foundation. Years later, they feel as if they have little to look forward to, but old age, poverty, and bitter regrets. Their most valuable commodity is not time. But hope. Time is more than money. Time is your greatest opportunity. When asked which would you rather possess, more time or more money, two-thirds of these millennials replied, more time. The question for each of us to decide is not what we would do if we had the means, the resources, the knowledge, the ability, and the opportunity. The question is this. What will you do with the time you've been given? It's true. Time is money. If you fail to respect this invaluable resource, I doubt that you will respect anything else. Let me go back up here and read this part again. Time is more than money. Time is your greatest opportunity. When asked, which would you rather possess, more time or more money, two-thirds of these millionaires replied, more time. The question for each of us to decide is not what we would do if we had the means or the resources, the knowledge, the ability, and the opportunity. The question is this. What would we do? What will we do with the time we've been given? It's true. Time is money. If you fail to respect this invaluable resource, I doubt that you will respect anything else. What is your perspective as it relates to time? You know, uh, do you hang on to the have-nots and just think about the present? Or are you in the land of the haves where you have a long-time perspective and you're projecting yourself into your future? Wealth driver number six is time. <laughs> Wealth driver number six is time. Wealth driver number seven, here on the New Black Wall Street Book Club as we continue our journey into the wealth choice, written by Dr. Dennis Kimbrough. You can find this book again at www.denniskimbrough.com, www.denniskimbrough.com. Wealth driver number seven. I'm pretty sure y'all not going to, yeah, y'all already know what this one is. Relationships. Relationships. 
your social network relationships is a driver of wealth who you associate with let's find out what the author has to say about here this here new black wall street book club let's keep reading Born, uh, born on a farm off a dirt road in the segregated South, Lillian Lincoln Lambert believes success is a journey, not a destination. Scoffed and ridiculed because she wore burlap bag dresses to school, she sensed in her bones that there had to be a better life beyond the farm. After high school, she moved forth. Then there, there she plowed her way through a series of dead-end jobs from maid to typist to peddling magazines, door-to-door in New York City before ever realizing that the journey was internal. And that education were her, was her ticket out to a new world. Everybody put in the comments below. Journey, the journey is internal. The journey is internal. Along the way, friends, family, mentors taught Lambert that she needed to support the support of others in order to succeed. And that asking for help was not a sign of weakness, but of strength and wisdom. Disillusioned after three years in New York, Lambert moved to Washington, D.C., where she found work in a federal typing pool while attending college part-time. At age 22, she transferred to Howard University and studied business. While there, she met the marketing icon N.H. Naylor Fitzhugh, one of the first African-Americans to earn an MBA degree at Harvard Business School. They became fast friends. Lambert worked at Fitzhugh's research assistant at, uh, worked as Fitzhugh's research assistant at Howard, and he, in turn, not only became a mentor, but convinced her to apply to Harvard after earning her undergraduate degree. When Lambert arrived at Harvard in 1967, she didn't realize that she was one of only six African-American students and the only black female in the class of 800. During her first year, Lambert and four black classmates discussed the need to increase black enrollment in the renowned business program. With the support of Dean George P. Baker, the group persuaded corporate partners and foundations to recruit and increase their funding efforts among African-American students. As a result, the Harvard Business School African-American Student Union was formed. Over the next two years, the organization increased the number of black students sevenfold while significantly improving financial aid and career development opportunities among African-American students. In 1969, Lambert became the first black female to graduate from Harvard Business School. Her story is that of a poor country girl who was raised on a hard scrabble farm in rural Virginia and became a successful entrepreneur, achieving the American dream on her own terms. For 25 years, she has served as president and CEO of Centennial One Incorporated, a building maintenance company headquartered in Landover, Maryland, which she launched on a shoestring $4,000 in savings and $12,000 line of credit. Built, built pretty much from the ground up through the power of networking. Everybody put in the comments, the power of networking. Her roster of clients included ABC News, Dole's Airport, Hewlett Packard, Nations Bank, Northrop Grum Grumman, and the one-time and the one-time consulting giant Arthur D. Little. With in initial revenues of 150,000 and 20 part-time employees, she grew the enterprise to 20 million dollars in sales, boasting more than 1,200 employees before selling it in 2001. I shared Lambert's story to point out that attaining wealth requires more than determination and is accompanying psychological traits. Most people who are wealthy created a large part of their success to their ability to cultivate and sustain meaningful and prosperous relationships. I repeat that again. Most people who are wealthy created a large part of their success to their ability to cultivate and sustain meaningful and prosperous relationships. Now you'll understand why we have created the Black Billionaires Club. To create 
or to cultivate and sustain meaningful and prosperous relationships. In a word, black millionaires, they network. Many seem to do it compulsively, whether they realize it or not. For the financial elite, networking is a means of reaching a goal, achieving an objective. Even if, like Lambert, they initially lack funds or resources, to those blasting forward with nearly nothing, the most valuable and easily accessible resource to draw on is other people. Everybody put in console relationship capital. Once you begin to evaluate your network, once you begin to take a look at who are you connected to, that's something I had to do this year. I said, you know what? Yeah, I don't, I don't have to do all these broadcasts by myself. I got all these people. Now I'm connected to that I've cultivated meaningful and prosperous relationships with. And now I want to connect them to other meaningful and, uh, and prosperous relationships. And then we can grow this thing. When we start talking about it takes a village, we got to cultivate some relationships. The most valuable and easily accessible resource is to draw on to draw on is other people. Other people. Now, some of us, we get caught up in this song, I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D. You don't want to be too independent. And some of us are too stubborn that, that you know, we, our egos are, are so strong that we that can't, can't humble it down so that we can actually have a good relationship. And I'm not even talking, obviously, I'm talking about, you know, I'm not talking about your sexual, but that has something to do with it as well. All your relationships. Now, I think some of us are at this point in our life where we're evaluating our relationships. Saying, man, is that profitable or unprofitable? Is this a successful thing or unsuccessful? Is it time for me to say goodbye or at least so long or I'll catch you later? Cultivate and sustain meaningful. There's something to it. And prosperous. I want you to put that in the comments below. Meaningful and prosperous. That's so important. Meaningful, it means something. It means something. That's, it's got some equity in it. And prosperous. This thing can grow. I mean, if I get with you and we just keep on doing what we're doing, I'm telling you, Miss Vivian, ain't no way we ain't going to be million. I'm telling you, Shiro, we just keep doing what we're doing. We keep cultivating this relationship. Ain't no way we ain't going to be in the in the financial elite. They ain't going to be writing about us. I'm telling you, Terrica, if we just keep doing what we're doing, we keep cultivating this relationship, ain't no way they ain't going to be writing about us. I'm telling you, Miss Glenda Tate Williams, if we just keep doing what we're doing, keep cultivating and sustaining this relationship, there ain't no way they ain't going to be writing about us. I'm telling you, Jennifer Almanor, oh, Lordy, Lordy, I'm telling you, sister, we keep on building and growing and cultivating this relationship. Ain't no way they're not going to be writing about us. Meaningful and prosperous. Relationships. A quick word from our sponsor. Don't just buy black, decorate black. ERGJ Black Bazaar is the Afrocentric marketplace, and we specialize in urban home decor. Anything from shower sets to wall tapestries to duvet cover sets, you can decorate your entire home with 
original black art inspired gifts. Check us out at www.ergjblackbazaar.com, www.ergjblackbazaar.com. ERGJ Black Bazaar, the Afrocentric marketplace. We make group economics easy. The most affluent individuals in our society at every level are those men and women who know the greatest number of the greatest number of wealthy people. They organize their schedules and daily routines in order to place themselves within their sphere of influence. Listen to that. They 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 adjust their schedule so they can make sure they're in the circle. Not hoping that the, that the, that the circle adjusts their schedule for them. They adjust their schedule for the circle. So that's why I can come on at six o'clock in the morning. And I realize I don't have to keep changing the time for other people. Other people need to adjust their schedule to get, to make sure they're there at six o'clock. Because I'm providing something that's meaningful and prosperous. <laughs> that's all on she wrote saying some folks gonna have to catch me in the afterlife. Man, I got I got places to go. I'll come back for you. You know what I'm saying? Don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> Once connected, they immediately begin to form new positive reference groups. They place into action a plan to develop as many good, high quality, and mutually beneficial relationships as possible. Let me say that again. They place into action a plan to develop as many good, high quality, and this is the part I think we miss sometimes, mutually beneficial. relationships as possible within the shortest amount of time. Whereas the have-nots may be quick to say it's who you know, the wealthy would challenge that thinking and reply, it's what you know about who you know as well as who knows you. Let me say that again. It's not just who you know. It's what you know about who you know as well as who knows you. Or as Lillian Lambert shared in her four keys to financial success, these are the four keys that Ms. Lambert has shared to her financial success. Number one, Plan your work, but remain flexible. Due diligence is critical. You may be forced to navigate detours and challenges or a new way of thinking in order to achieve your goal and reach your destination. Plan your work and remain flexible. Number two, uh-oh, push yourself out of your comfort zone. Push yourself. Don't wait on somebody else to push you, right? Because that's going to be a little battle. No, I'm stuck thinking the way that I'm thinking. Ain't no way you're going to get me to think different. No, push yourself out of your comfort zone. Take a risk. You won't achieve anything by staying in a box. It's counterproductive. Never, under, never underestimate your skills or strengths or how much you can accomplish or achieve. Don't worry about the distance. Only concentrate on the direction. Don't worry about the distance, only concentrate on the direction. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Push yourself out of your comfort zone. That's the only way to grow. Number three, lean on your network. This is hard for many people. 
Sometimes they say this, well, I didn't want to call you because I thought you, I know you'd be so busy. Lean on your network. Oh, I don't want to put too much on anybody else. You know, I don't want to be a bother or a burden to anyone else. Lean on your network. Matter of fact, I share a story with you. Because uh, my mom just recently is uh, going through, uh, she just recently had um, knee replacement surgery, right? And so this is a time where she has to lean on her network. And it's hard for her to do because she's just so used to being able to take care of everything for everybody else. And now it's the time where she can lean on her network. And we got to keep telling her that. Hey, you worry about recovery. We'll take care of everything else. But she the mom. So the mom wants to, no, I don't want to be a burden, nobody. No, I don't want to have you have you drive all the way over here. No, no, no. This is the time for you to lean on your network. But be careful with whom you associate with. Few choices will influence your future more so than this decision. Surround yourself with like-minded individuals who share your passion and beliefs and desire. Build a team who shares your commitment and who will complement your skill set. Your net worth will be reflected by your network. You hang out with five broke people, you're probably number six. Start hanging around with people that make more money than you, think differently than you, you'll start to elevate and get to that status. Number four, stay positive. Stay positive. Now, the book, The 48 Laws of Power, says this. It says, stay above the fray. This is very difficult for me. I mean, I'm a pretty positive guy. But my goodness, if you scroll on Facebook long enough or watch enough YouTube or get into enough groups, enough forums, I mean, they are so negative. I mean, oh, my goodness. To stay above the fray is, is like a mental, uh, you know, it's like exercise. You have got to exercise to stay above the fray, to stay positive. Right now, for some, if you find yourself weakness there, you just gonna have to you know, get away from all that negativity. There's only a few people who can go into a negative space and turn it around because they are the weather. They bring the weather with them. Most people go into a room and they're affected by the weather. Which one are you? See, when I walk into a room, I change the atmosphere. That takes that's long time of building up my own belief and uh, you know and, and courage and and self esteem and all that stuff. But most people go into a room and they are affected by the room. Which one are you? Stay positive. Look at the bright side. Matter of fact, I was in the fourth grade. I remember this. I was in the fourth grade and I actually was a part of an optimist club. And I wrote a paper back then, and I got a medal, a little a heavy medal, like, like an Olympic medal that said Optimus Club, and I still got it to remind myself I've always been a positive-thinking brother. Say positive. Look at the bright side. Transforming your life begins by transforming your mindset. Opportunity often resides in difficult circumstances. Opportunity often resides in difficult circumstances. It's a popular belief that you know that that who you know matters most in life. 
but no group believes this more fervently or works more ardently to cultivate their personal networks than black millionaires. Nearly two-thirds of respondents agree that networking is the key to financial success. Moreover, this survey points out that black millionaires view networking as a way to connect with others to whom you can turn for advice and counsel. They cite networking as a way of conducting business and a way of life. Networking. Now, understand this. It's not just giving somebody your business card either. I, I mean, yeah, you know, these networking events, oh, business card. No, you ain't really got to know that person. You got to put yourself in a position where you can get to know, you get to, you where you can know about who you know as well as who knows you. What do you know about them? What do you remember about them? Did they make an impact? Did you make an impact? This is a new Black Wall Street book club where Black folk do read. You put in a book like The Wealth Choice, written by Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, Success Secrets of Black Millionaires that you can find at www.denniskimbrough.com www.denniskimbrough.com and we absolutely will find it. In the comments below, I'd like for you to share something that was your takeaway from today. Something from these two drivers that stuck out to you and made a difference for you. That, that, that etched a, a, a spiritual note on your heart and a mental note on your membrane that you're going to be thinking about and thinking about and thinking about today. I'm simply asking you to answer this question in the comments below. Was this worth your time and why on Reading Rainbow 2.0? Take a look. It's in a book. And that book that we have chosen to kind of go through is The Wealth Choice. Now, I know I talk much, much faster than your type, so I'll give you a moment to share the impact that this book has made in your life here today. Uh, if you want to continue to follow us and do what we do, there's a couple things I want to share with you. Uh, number one, tonight at 8 p.m., we're going to have a special presentation for all of the sisters out there. We call it Black Woman Wednesday. We do that at 8 p.m. And also, I'm going to start to let you guys know how you can actually support the channel. Maybe you're saying, hey, I don't want to join a club, but I do want to support what this brother is doing because he's helping to change, transform minds, and ultimately that transforms lives. If you're on Facebook, there's a little button that you'll find on your uh, on your PC or on your on your phone that says become a supporter. And for only $5 a month, you can support this page or like we were saying, YouTube world, support this channel so I can continue to teach the world, the masses, and make the difference that I've been called to do, which is changing our community one fortune at a time. That goes into things like production. That goes into paying for all of the visuals and stuff that you see, the commercial and all that stuff as well. But that's a way that you can support. If you say, hey, I don't want to join a club, but I want to keep showing up and getting some of this great, this good, this great goodness. That's a way that you can do that as well. But that's all the choice. That's all the choice, man. That's right, T. Smith, my sister from Texas. That turned out my sister, that girl there. I'm telling you, Miss T, ain't no way that we keep building our, cultivating our meaningful and prosperous relationship. Ain't no way they're not going to be writing about us in the future, right? What's going on, Brother Cooper, man? Say, I've been getting out of my comfort zone, pushing yourself out of, you got to say it right. I got to push myself. Out of that comfort zone to build confidence, change the room, not change not the room to change me. Brother Sidley said, man, don't worry about the distance. I know that's right. But as long as I'm going in the right direction, yeah, I, I, don't have to, I don't have to get there fast. But as long as I'm going in the right direction, I know I'm going in the right direction. Man, that's a lesson we can teach our children, right? Do you see, are your kids going in the right direction? All right? I'm telling you.
telling you, I mean, so hey, I know your mom, your dad, but let's, let's sometimes just got to keep it real. Like this child ain't going in the right direction. We got to fix this. <laughs> we got to get this thing turned. Boy, turn for four, get worse. You know, take away circle mile, stay positive, leave an impact, man. Look to the future. Miss Gardner, man, yes, this is confirmation. I have things to do. And once I change my mindset and lean, lean, lean on my network, stay positive, do the work, and see that anything I want to do. Miss Reed said, man, we must show great appreciation for our network in order to have maximum success. Miss Glenn Tate Williams, time and relationships positively impact your business. Well, beautiful people, and it's our time here. I want to say thanks so much for all who hit that like button, who hit that share button. Also, to any of our new supporters, I appreciate that as well. And we're going to keep doing what we do. I understand it. You just keep bringing value. You just keep bringing value. You just keep doing what you love, and the money will follow. Trey Padgett, man, my brother from another mother, man, said that in order to make money to increase your liquidity, you must be fluid. You've got to be able to adapt to act to, to, to act situations. You got to be just like your money. You got to be liquid and go with the flow. Oh, to any situation. Gotcha. To any situation. Absolutely. Well, beautiful people, I want you guys to remember this that it takes a village. It starts with us. Let's build as we climb together. We all we got, beautiful people. Matter of fact, we all we need. And thank God that's more than enough. Until the next episode. You know what time it is. Mr. DJ, hit the music. The new Black Wall Street. Thanks you for joining the show. We gave a lot of great tips, but it's time to go. Take the knowledge we shared. Hope you use it and grow. We will see you all there at the next episode of the new Black Wall Street. The new Black Wall Street. This is the New Black Wall Street Book Club, where black folk do read. If you put in a book, we absolutely will find it. Now, I'm your host, ERGJ, your certified financial educator, and we invite you to join the Black Billionaires Club. Get connected with brothers and sisters who are serious about winning with money, serious about success, and super serious about helping you to accomplish your goals and to build your dreams. Check out the website at www.theblackbillionairesclub.com, www.theblackbillionairesclub.com. You can find that link in the description above or below. Make a decision to change the rest of your life. We'd ask that you would subscribe and support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help us sustain future episodes, to improve financial literacy within our community, and ultimately to help us to build the School of Wealth. To build an institution that will teach the next generation about money and your small monthly contribution can make all the difference. Well, says, well, we want to say thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the New Black Wall Street Book Club. We want you to remember this, that it takes a village and it starts with us. Let's build as we climb together. We all we got, people. And thank God that that's more than enough. Until next episode, you know what time it is. Mr. DJ, hit the music. New, new, new black, new. It's the new black Wall Street book club. Wall Street. With your host, Evan Jefferson. Evan Jefferson. It's time for us to go. Yeah. Now you ain't got to leave the computer, but we encourage you to get out there and learn and apply. 
All the things you learn at the new Black Wall Street. Book club, book club. <laughs> yeah. The new Black Wall Street. The new Black Wall Street. Thank mm-hmm. you.